Lose Focus Podcast with your host, K-San, KK, J-R-N-D. Hi everyone, it's Lose Focus, where you think about it and we say it. We will be focusing on everything that you're experiencing in life, as well as everything we're experiencing. So join us for the journey as we lose focus. Yay! Hey guys! Yeah, get on. Let's begin. Okay, so we just jumping right in. Yeah. All right, cool. So, um, I feel like on one hand, we're in a really good time for entrepreneurship. You know, there's a lot of grants, and they did all of these COVID loans for the the business stuff. But on the other hand, you know, places is trying to hire, like come in, they raising the minimum wage. But I feel like if you look at kind of like a lot of, you know, I don't really know that much about politics, but if you, it seems like what I've been hearing a lot of the legislation, they like, and this is kind of like long, but basically it seemed like they're trying to get rid of the middle class. Like if you look at everything that's going on, um, what you gonna call it, what's those cars that, you know, I must die. Teslas could get into the point they could drive themselves. They making robots to flip the burgers at Burger King. Like it's it's it is about to be a rough time if you don't have like a skill set that's like unique and not easily replaceable. And I think, you know, even if you look at like gentrification, like it always had like a big like multicultural population in New York, but like it got like, you know, no offense to any listeners or anyone, it got white people living in my sister apartment building in Brooklyn. Like we was ignored that before. That's not normal. Because <laughs> it's not quite the projects, but it's not the projects, but the culture, you know, it, it's black culture. And like that was like, yeah, it's just interesting seeing how fast everything is changing. And if you're not careful, you're going to find yourself, you know, kind of in poverty. You, you're going to be rich, you're going to be in poverty. It seems like that's what we're moving towards. Um, that's how they always have been moving though like especially with that that goes down to democrats versus republicans really is the mm. conversation that it sounds like you're trying to have um because <laughs> the democrats are for the people for, for the lower class the middle and lower class the republicans are typically for their um upper class mm-hmm. and you I, know what i mean i mm-hmm. i was gonna say shoot if you even look at the democrats because it's like politicians in general they saying like yeah we wanna erase all of the school debt. Yeah, Biden Harris. Biden and yeah, like <laughs> Right. So like really who it seemed like the politicians is almost all politicians, Republicans and Democrats, they're both on the rich side. I'm, so, I'm, well it's complicated because just because he said he he, he might have really wanted to do it, but he, you things have to get passed. Yeah. And then I mean he can on certain topics. But he can't just come in and sign some paperwork at the drop of a dime. That yeah. can't happen. I mean, the same way they're out here shuffling out money uh, for uh, the the relief funds. Yeah. Um. You know what I'm saying? Is the same way that he was trying that everyone wants him to per se um sign a, uh, some papers and give us the relief of the the 
student loans. I mean, I would have greatly appreciated the me too, the help. <clears throat> I felt like the middle class illusion, and like we haven't had a, mm-hmm. I didn't really have the middle class. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. We haven't had a middle. I feel like the middle class right now is an illusion, and like right now. Yeah, it's, 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 it's so it's so hard trying to be like in the middle class because it's like you don't get like you don't get you know, tax break and spouses mm-hmm. like the assistant so like you just get to the point where like where you like what's the point of you 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 have to like have you went grocery shopping recently? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ooh, really- I was just there yesterday. I was like, and I don't get nothing but vegetables and fruit. I know. Who's <laughs> that? Like, <laughs> like hey, watch out. What if I told you the middle class household's um, average income is $78,442 per year? Then I'm not in middle class. <laughs> like, that's Wait, say that again? For the household, meaning a mother and father or two. Like everybody in the household. Couple, it just says middle class households. Just household, just, okay. households in general, middle in class general. households, okay. average income is $78,442 per year, and mm-hmm. approximately 50% of households in the United States fall into that category. Mm-hmm. What percentage? 60? 50. 50. 50. 5. 5, zero. Five. Yes. They lie. Oh, so half of the population falls in That's that what category. they claim. You believe that? It can't be true. Because, because... if one percent... If one <laughs> That's not what I say. Like one percent <laughs> is the rich. But, but correct me if I'm wrong, you know. I mean no son, but this is how they lie though. You you ready? Then they go on to say the average American considers a person with a salary between ninety thousand dollars and a hundred thousand dollars rich. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it, it's funny because I might be wrong on the statistics, but if you make in like I think uh if you making like more than three hundred thousand in a year, you're like in the one percent, pretty much. I mean, granted, the one percent is like a huge range. Yeah. To get to the bottom of the one percent, it's like three hundred thousand a year, which is still a lot of money, but it's not. You would think to be in the one percent, you got to be a millionaire. You know what I'm saying? Pretty much. So like. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Well, this goes back to what KK was saying. Um. So they were saying. Uh, the upper class is about one to two percent, but then they went on to say six percent of Americans identify as quote unquote upper class. So oh. basically, what you where you are and where you think you are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And how much did you? Sorry, go ahead. No, you. No, I was just gonna. I still didn't hear the figure because I was a little distracted. What figure did you say is that either the 6% or the 1% or most people under the... But I mean, it would have to be like a bell curve where like, I guess the 78 would have to be the direct median or like the middle. So and like, so what, you... what, what are you saying? 78,000 is what? 78,000 is uh, middle class. That's the yeah. average income for middle class individuals. Uh, yeah, and that's that's a lot of money to be honest. Well, depending on what your lifestyle is. But she was saying for the household, so the household, so like, like for for two people most likely. Two people, so the the average income for a probably 40, a two 000. person house, yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's forty thousand per person per adult. Correct. And honestly, if you got a job, so I guess I could. Hmm, what was the statement y'all made that the middle? Well, D, you said you felt like the middle class is an illusion. 
Okay, saying you said you agree or disagree with that. That the middle class is an illusion. Um, yeah, I think I. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Like, I don't. Know. I don't. I don't really think about it. To be honest. Yeah, I don't think it's an illusion, but I think that. And then I love Gary Vee, and he talk about this all the time. I think that we, on average, especially as Americans, we live above our means. So I think that plays a part in it too. Because if you look, I mean, different cultures is different stuff. But if you look at, like, for instance, Indian culture, I mean, on on average, they're way poorer, but everybody live in their house. Like, cause we already know, you know, people always like to make jokes with Mexicans, but like a lot of those cultures, they support, they're very family oriented and they eventually end up breaking through and at least doing decent by the family supporting each other. Like with Indian culture, yeah, they have the grandparents and the elderly live in the house with them and married couples be living with the grandparents. For example, in Canada, in Canada, like when they migrate from India to Canada, like an entire, the entire house has uh, like different families in the base. Everything, everywhere in that house is occupied on, and they don't move from that um, unit until they would have acquired their own home. And they keep doing that until everyone is able to stand on their own two feet. Mm-hmm. Yep. But that's how it but- should be. Um, and that's how like um, the Asians and stuff like we complain like oh man their whole family like their whole family comes over and works in their stores and then what they do is they start to um they put in to like money towards that person that one person's business that right comes in they work at that mm-hmm. one establishment while they're mm-hmm. banking the money for the, no- the next person to to get ahead and to open their own and then they do that and it's a continuing process that's why they're able to get ahead african americans don't do that it's a crap mm-hmm. and they don't want you to, to do well they don't want to look out for the, their peer. It's crazy. I agree. And you wonder why we are <laughs> so deprived in the state. Like, yep. That yeah. we am. But even still, like down to what you were saying with the um, Indians, um, or you know how they all live in the same house and or they seem poor. I don't think they're necessarily poor because even like in when and I live in Saint Croix, means right. At like when I lived in St. Croix, I didn't care about the shoes, the new phone, or this, to that, to that, to this. I didn't mm-hmm. care. But as soon as I came back to the States, oh gosh, man. Culture. Culture and the because way around you. That's exactly. So now you find yourself living above and you're like, wait a minute, I really don't need this. I'm used to simplistic living and everybody's looking at me like I'm crazy. <laughs> yeah, I had my friend told me she was don't like, got the new phone? Sure, like when she was in the States, she always had to have the, like the you no know, Prada shoes, red bottoms, everything. Like, but now that she's living like in the island, she like she could go, you know, with a hat on, or uh, <laughs> hat done, done or, like you know, and she doesn't care because she was like it's just about like like you said, simplistic living. But with you know, I guess like with inflation, unless like I guess everything, you know, all grain us, like mm-hmm. the, like the income isn't. I feel like the income isn't really. You know, that they bring the whole topic of like, you know, raising the minimum wage and stuff like that. But I feel like the income mm-hmm. isn't really up the to par where it needs to be right now. Oh. Yeah, because I heard somebody saying basically what they doing, they fighting to raise the minimum wage. And that's, you know, to my understanding, that's more of a Democrat agenda. And then they finally got to a point where a lot of states are agreeing on it. Like Florida, I think they said they're going to eventually work their way up to a $15 minimum wage over the next few years. But the thing is, with the whole eliminating the middle class thing or even screwing over the poor, you know, I don't want to be like, 
I, I believe in a little bit of like woo woo or conspiracy. More so, this is more so conspiracy. But like, if you look at what's happening, don't get me wrong. I don't like to see. It, it sucks to see suffering, but like they put in spikes under the bridge, so the homeless people can't sleep, and that's kind of far, you know, out. But going bringing it back home, like mm-hmm. if you raise the minimum dollar, the minimum wage to fifteen dollars an hour, now a lot of these people that either don't work. Or they work, but they also get food stamps or whatever. Now, if you get them fifteen dollars an hour, they no longer qualify for food stamps. And then on top of that, the rent is going up. So to my, so the way somebody explained it to me, it's like they raising the income like maybe ten percent, but they raising the rent on properties, and that's the gentrification. They raising the property values like thirty, forty percent. There's not even only about um, property. I. As we just going to the supermarket, that even purchasing grocery now is like arm and a leg. You're paying so much for a small amount of grocery. So I think it's it's a holistic thing. Um, yes, and that happens all the time. This has been happening since the beginning of time. Where, I think you yeah, said that. Where um. They raise the minimum wage. However, there are other things that are going up as well. You know, gas going up, everything else is going up. So at the end of the day, you still lose as someone who is a poor person or who doesn't fit in the 2% or the 1%. I mean, I don't consider myself to be like, you know, old, but like, like, I could recall like a can of soda being like fifty cents. Like, mm-hmm. yo, remember when Arizona tea used to be a dollar? Mm. Yeah, I think everybody does. You can go, yeah, yeah. go Dollar Tree. The corner store. <laughs> <laughs> yep. They'd be marking up the sign. Yeah, this dollar ain't here. Yeah, in St. Thomas, I always remembered that they would put a sticker over the dollar. You'd be like, my boy, it said dollar under here. Yeah, that's from the states. <laughs> <You're saying this. laughs> yeah, I remember that. Oh, they were scamming on y'all to New York. Mm-hmm. They've been scamming from from Jump Street on y'all. Getting stolen mm-hmm. for a dollar. But the reason I, mean, I said but... that, the reason I said that, I think the middle class is gonna, you know, like become my illusions because, like, like teach, like teacher and a firefighter and stuff like that. Like, you know, the the all American jobs, you could have like purchased a home and like and send your you kids have a to pension. Class. Yeah, have yep, a pen- they used to say require with a go um retire with a gold watch. Like like go wo- like working at the government was considered like a good job. A good job. A government job. You were set. You could support yeah, the whole family like, on your you back. House. You could uh, send your kids to college. You know. You could uh, do all of that. Now, mm-hmm. like everything else going up, and that's thing the same as like they were like, oh, we don't want to raise it because it's gonna treat the economy out of whack. But who benefits from, quote-unquote, controlling the economy? And that's where you get a little conspiracy or a little woo-woo. But if you think about it, whoever owned all those McDonald's and owned all of that property, they're not really worried. Mm-hmm. They're not the, um, the franchises. The franchise owner is actually the wealthy party. So then, mm-hmm. what, and what not- can we do then as Black young individuals to escape the the trap that they're setting for us, quote unquote, air quotes. What can we do? Invest in I black. Think... Um, go ahead. Invest in black businesses and mm-hmm. continue to be our own boss. 
-hmm. But the issue, but again, we get going to, back to that crab in a barrel. No one mm -hmm. really wants to see the other person succeed or be better than them. Mm -hmm. You can succeed, but you can't be better than me. That's not better fair. than me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and and I think I think we need a paradigm shift where that is concerned, because if we 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 I think the problem is as black people we don't see it happening. So we feel in our own community we see the Chinese do it. You know, we see the Indians do it, but we don't have the formula, or probably we don't want to get the formula because. Mm -hmm. If we acquire or adopt what they're doing and say, hey, you know, the Indians are doing it. But the thing is about our, our community, we're proud. I think and, and you we, have to be we selfless. Always, we want always want to be the one who is first to do everything. We don't want to mm -hmm. we don't want to use the wheel that is already invented and work with it. We want to reinvent the wheel to say, hey, I am black I and I'm the mm -hmm. first black person to ever mm -hmm. do that. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think. Yeah, go ahead. No, I, I think like I feel like we, we had that before. I feel like we we had a lot of like, you know, black organizations, the whole, you know, with Black Panther, Black Wall Street, all those stuff like that. But I just feel like I had a lot of obstacles. that shit up. Yeah. Too, too. <laughs> what a, what they blew that shit the fuck up. A lot of obstacles, <laughs> you know, to 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 I guess keep people from like, and I feel like right now, like we're having, mm. I think like you see we need a shift, but I think we, we have a lot more. We have a lot of black billionaires now, a lot of black millionaires than before. And here, here's the funny part with that. I agree with you. The, but the, let me despite, let you finish, and I'm gonna give you my point. Despite all the obstacles that we have to like overcome, and like, and like, and we didn't have like such a head start like that. Like of other people who had like previous generation of what that they already had to use. You know, to continue out of companies and basic. All right, but mm -hmm. what are these many black? Um, it's not trickling millionaire down. Millionaire, or that's what I'm. I was just going to ask. What are they doing to uplift other black people? You know, and and I think some of them do that. It's like I try mm -hmm. not. This this is such a all over the place topic because it's like for one, mm -hmm. like my wife is a nail tech, and she is licensed fully. She's insured. She works out of the house and she does go work. But a lot of black businesses on the lower level, they don't, they either not, um, you know, and this is not to enforce a negative stereotype, but we all see it. Sometimes they're not professional or they might not even do good work. Mm -hmm. So it makes black people weary for one to support each other. Mm -hmm. They'd rather go to Ling Ling or go, oh, <laughs> that might not be appropriate. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> That might not be appropriate. They might, they prefer to go to another establishment. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> I'm sorry. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing wrong with it. I, I have no issues. Say your like piece. This is going to be a trend. Get your nails done by Koreans. Uh, was that Lauren yep, Hill? Lauren Hill. Yep, 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 yep. Come again. Yeah. Okay, so I wanted to give you guys this, though. So the range, what range is considered middle class? It's between $25,000 and $100,000 a year. That's a big gap. That's what lower class or middle class? No, that's middle class. Middle class ranges between twenty five thousand and a hundred thousand a year. Mm 
a year. See, but that's a huge range. See, and that's where I, I guess that's where it's an illusion because twenty five thousand, you working, but that ain't shit. I know. That's like that's like you just graduated from high school and you working at McDonald's full time. Mm-hmm. Basically, like that's what that is equivalent to. And what could you do with that in today's climate? Nothing. You could probably help your mom. See, D, and this is see, this goes back to that conversation you and I had the other day. What was it yesterday? We we talked about um guys or your significant other working at McDonald's full time. Oh yeah, we did Mm. talk about that. Right, grown ass adults. Twenty twenty five thousand dollars is not gonna fly in my house. Try again. Who who are you talking about? Like grown adults, like dating or like grown people? Like yes. I work, you work, and you working at McDonald's full time. <laughs> Coming home, playing video game and thing, running up my gas and not happening. Oh, okay. So you mean like your son, hypothetically? No, not my son. Spouse. I'm talking about my, my spouse. Oh, okay, okay. And it's funny because I just said, I was just talking to my wife today and we was in Wendy's and she was like, yeah, these people been there a long time. And I was like, well, what's wrong with them? Mm. <laughs> like and she was like nah you can't say that because like you don't know what their lifestyle mm. is or what their lifestyle costs and which is true and Gary V says mm. this all the time now granted we're talking about how to solve the problem so we're going to continue going in the direction that we're going in but w- mm-hmm. go ahead what did you say is complacency or does it say that it's lack of opportunity well well here's the thing that's their life so that's for them to de- for them to decide but I think it's complacency, complacency. as far as psychology the psychology if- behind the decision because but we have could, the illusion. Go ahead. But how could you move up or how could you want to move up if, if even inside a career that you're working at doesn't have like, you know. Room for advancement? Yeah, like advancement. Like, right. But that's like, a, like, that's if, a if sad bar. Like, five years, like, at fast no food point. Has did, a lot of advancement. At no but, point but did it, it come does, to though. anybody and be like, hey, uh, you know, we hiring for this. Uh, is it like, because that means that the positions that are being stagnant, like, there's no way, like, they're not letting people move up. Oh, that's not like, true. Well, that's, and, that's something that we uh-huh. have that we have in like the islands, you know, stuff like we see people work at jobs their whole lifestyle. Years, mm-hmm. But jobs that we would never same expect position. for like yeah. a, man, a store manager, like you know, at Foot Locker. Mm-hmm. Which and was, you know what? Which, That's even it's still management though. So complacency. But but no, see, because, I think there's a difference though, because like, all right, so I worked at Burger King in high school and I was part-time, but I had full-time hours, and then I ended up being right underneath management. As a high schooler, so there were people there right. that worked there that was that were older than me, who had probably been there longer than me, and reported and, to you. Yes, but it wasn't. Mm-hmm. It's just because they just didn't care. Psychology, or and that's that was just what they're, they're they exa- And that goes back just, to what you said weird. about complacency. Like, it was strange to me. So it's not that the <laughs> opportunities think, are not open; they're there. I agree. But do you want it? Is the question. I agree. I agree. And that's what Gary Vee be saying. It's there if you want it. But he was like, if you want to come home and, you know, jerk off and play PlayStation all night and work at McDonald's, then you could do that. But you also can't complain. And I think that's the disconnect that I think that's the disconnect that Americans have because Americans want in one hand to be like, oh, they out to get us. They want to kill the middle class, which I do think is a real thing. But if you work at McDonald's for five years, my nigga, like, really, and you're not going no, and you're not, doing and that's not to, that's not to shit on McDonald's as a job. There. 
let's but, not get it twisted. The opportunities are there for those who want it, but I for think those it's correct. who want it. It's okay. it's that you feel obligated, like like you're no, it's the entitlement. That's the word I was looking for. It's that sense of entitlement when it comes to the African American culture, I I believe. Hmm. And I probably mm-hmm. would get ripped ripped apart for this, but I don't care. Because we <laughs> talking real right now. Like no no BS. Like that is what burns me up about my um generation and the generation after me. Especially these younger kids, they feel uh entitled to have stuff. Mm-hmm. You you didn't work for it. PlayStation you, Five. <laughs> yo, you don't deserve half the stuff that your mom and them then gave you. Let me let me be very clear. Go out here, get a job, and earn it. Trust me, you'll appreciate it more when you earned it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then society doesn't help because look, not that I'm complaining. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Participation <laughs> trophies. Right, but. So why you know the stimmy check and the whatever, whatever, you know. And you could be, you could advance yourself for just stimmy check, or you could buy a, a big screen TV and a PlayStation Five. But I mean, that's not the goal. That's, they expect to get both. it over and over again. So I mean, that's two. That's two. Like that's two. Different topics. on clothing and frivolous things. No, no BS. Think about it. The stimmies came out right, and then on top of the stimmies, the people who were on unemployment got additional money. They were making more money than the working class. And people was mad about that too because they didn't make no sense. People. You don't do nothing. <laughs> I can't say. Shut up. Here's the, here's here's the thing. Here's the thing about it that, what, and I think that, what they did it I think that's grass's greener syndrome, though. Mm, okay. I think they that's grass's greener. Exactly. Look, the people are unemployed. You can't even get unemployment no more. They're gonna they're gonna pay sure. back just now. And a lot of people getting caught off of fraud off of unemployment. It's a lot of things. What is it? The uh what was it? Some um the grant or something? Something the PPP was, loan. Yeah, that. Mm-hmm. They they catching people left and right. Looking like I still do fraud. <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny. I I, I feel bad. My heart goes out to anybody who um got caught up, but um nigga, it had a rapper <laughs> and this nigga was rapping. Pause. Yeah, I did Pause. the PPP did fraud. No, that was <laughs> I'm sorry. When I get hyped, I'm sorry. That wasn't directed at you necessarily, but it was like, wow. <laughs> no, I feel you. Yeah. Look, my no. girl, my wife just said pleasure P got caught doing it. Yeah. From yeah. pretty Ricky. Yeah. But I was just going to say, so, yeah, if I say nigga, I'm not trying to attack no, you no. from the degree. It's just like an expression. I know, I know. I was just like, wait. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but, yo, like, he was, ra- and that's the thing, like Jay-Z said, that's just, a, there's so many topics. Like, I feel like when we talk, I be thinking of other things that I want to talk about that branches out of these conversations. Mm-hmm. Because Jay-Z was talking about, people always want to talk and they want to be fly. They was telling on themselves, dude went, took the PPP money, made a video, and was rapping about how he was doing fraud. You know he's facing federal charges now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but see, the issue is That's you smart. now have people who've been, who follow them, who's doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's that part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it goes back to entitlement. Because, I mean, it's always going to have scammers. It's always going to have fraud. But now it's, like, fashionable. Mm-hmm. Yes, like it's like I'm watching like you know those random videos, people asking questions in the street, and they'll ask a woman, "Would you want a guy who's working nine to five, stand up guy, honest bread, or a scammer?" And my 
majority of the women that they spoke to said they prefer to have a scammer. Why? Because he could buy you all sort of frivolous exactly. things and take you to Turks yeah. and Caicos. And oh, I can st- no, but I can Turks still go and there. Caicos. I'm sorry, but I can still go there. Yeah, without right. Trust but and believe. That, but see, <laughs> you think in long term. People yeah. think in short term. They want quick, quick pleasure. Yeah. Like, that's the marshmallow test right there. Mm-hmm. Just like a sense mm-hmm. in title, man. I don't have time for. No, thank you. I'll pass. But- Mm-hmm. But you know, um, like with the PPP and the um, the STEMIs and all of that. So sometimes it's it's a combination of ignorance and it's a combination of like, like you said, it's generational. We ain't teach our kids right, cause you even that our part. parents. You know, a lot of us could relate to our parents having two, three jobs. Or our parents was in the streets. They did whatever they had to do. But what did to they read. teach us? They didn't teach you anything. That's the thing. That's the thing. Cause they were. They were trying to create a better life for you, but forgot like certain principles and values that you will need as an adult. Well, that was not their fault, though. Most people, it wasn't the system again. Well, it's not about whose fault it is. We talking about how we got here. Well, I don't know. I think from seeing it for a single single parent to like raise a a household, you know, you just said that the median was seventy eight, you know, thousand. So that means you have to get an extra income to like, you know, feed. Mm-hmm. Just in the household, you know? So, like, yeah. a lot of these kids have to teach themselves, you know? And but they see, have to run from the mm, environment. I guess for me, like, I saw what, what my parents did, how they struggled on both on both aspects and sides. Because um, I single household, single um, parent household. But I saw on both sides what they both were doing. Mm-hmm. So, though they might not have taught me, you know, whatever enough to see doing. exactly i don't i don't want to do that and i think children mm-hmm. should always want to be better than than your parents because mm-hmm. we're the next generation and some parents don't some parents don't want the kids to be better than them but once again that's a different conversation oh especially God. in the black community Crab it. what he's I not know. wrong i don't have Really? He's not wrong. He's not wrong. You have, you listen, you have people and I, I think you, you have people who your your whole family been on section eight the whole life, right? And then they train up their children to do the same thing. You're on section eight, you're on mm-hmm. all kind of wick um, food stamp all and you live in you live in good, but it's but, not sustainable and you're not advancing yourself. But and this what, is just a go ahead. That's how, that's how they survive. And they're trying to teach their kids how to survive in the world of that day. Yeah, that but day. they they and it, it gets to a point, like, just like with the unemployment, we could look and be like, damn, I'm mad them niggas getting mad money. But that's not sustainable. We all knew that unemployment wasn't going to be. And this is just a sidebar to uh, KK being um, surprised. I also realized being like somebody who have, I'm sorry, who have like a Caribbean parent and like an American black parent, the cultures are a little bit different because we don't, we have that in Caribbean culture, but it's not as bad. Yeah, because in the Caribbean culture, um, parents, yes, they do work hard. There are lots of children that you'll find being raised in a single parent household, but they still have certain values that are required for adults. And what I was going to go back to saying is that I find nowadays, (laughs) I find nowadays that people are raising children to become children instead of raising children Mm -hmm. to become adults because children will not That's a good always expression. be yeah children will not always be that age so you must as young as they are 
try to instill certain values that you know they're, they're going to need, certain skills and values that they're going to need to survive as adults so that they won't resort to the easy route in life. Uh-huh. Back to but the horse coming. How can you teach better if you don't know better? How, do you, how can you teach better if you don't know better? If you never, if you never invested, if you never like, well, here's the thing, and everything there has to host. have been. A I think, I think it's you're... not even about the the higher level things. I'm not talking about higher level things like investing and things okay, like, like that. What? When I... you have, when you instill certain values like, like discipline, what? honesty, you know those things. Those. Things I think are, that she's right because you you could teach them about investment I mean, and then, it, then go and that, scam I mean, people it's... same way. You understand? They're going to scam <laughs> people same way that you're teaching them about investing and this and, and they're dishonest. You understand that they're not that's, diligent. But it but it does have what well, you're saying that it, it's not parents. It's not parents who instill those those values. I think, I think go ahead and stay with them. I think what you're doing, D, you're defending the parents, but we not really necessarily it's weird because this is a wide conversation, but we're not really talking about why the parents is like that are defending them. We're talking about what's the answer. The answer is for you to train the kids better or for parents mm-hmm. to train the kids better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even if they don't know, because I know what my grandmother, like, for instance, right? I have an aunt that's special needs. Um, today's special needs people is not necessarily like a lot of the ones are old. Because if you see special needs people, there's some of them, you know, they like almost like a vegetable. Like, they can't really do anything for themselves. And some of them work at the grocery store and they have relatively mm. functional lives. But that was because my grandmother went and took money and hired someone to teach her, to tutor her. She ain't know how to teach no special needs person. But mm. she took her money and she took it to someone who did. So if you want, so, if you want better, if you have that innate desire to want better for your children, want better for yourself, want better for your life, you can do it. But if the desire is not there, it's it's a choice. You have to have that desire and then step out in action. Do it. And in faith. Faith. And in faith, because yeah. going back to what D said, he like you said, they don't know no better. But you right. know scamming is not sustainable, just like if you was in the streets. A lot of people that was in the streets, they take their money and they try to get out, or they at least teach their kids, yo, let me take this street money and put you in the books, or at least mm-hmm. he don't be like me, mm-hmm. because they know it's not sustainable. They don't know what the other answer is, but go ahead, sorry. I mean, with the whole street spot, I feel like they in the streets... And like, they feel like it, it's gonna be forever. Like you say, it's gonna be a game that's you know they're gonna be a. Uh, they're gonna win. Yeah, they're gonna win. And you know, it's like you said, just find out a way how to take that money and um, wash it, like Jay Z said. <laughs> but um, I mean, a lot of it too. Like, Forty four was a good it, album. It's like we with a carbon and barrels kind of mindset. Uh, Kirsten was saying. She was saying um. Like it's like for example, like if you post that you got a new job, you know, compared to you opening your own business, the likes in the two of them is going to be completely different. <laughs> True, I've seen that. True, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. 